What up, folks? Welcome back to Squad Banter. I'm Solo. Reggie. And it's been a minute since we actually ended up recording some shit, but... I was just thinking that, honestly. Yeah, I just like, yeah, when did we do that? I think, think Cyberpunk might have been our last episode. It's... Well, at least us together. There's still been... Yeah. There's still been stuff going on on both ends. We just haven't met online in a while. Exactly. And so now we're going to be changing that. We've got the weekly coming back. And what better time? Because if you happen to catch our brother or sister companion show, Field of View, this week we ended up doing a little special birthday interview for Zemo's birthday, who's a co-host there. And for today, we're actually going to be interviewing Reg with the same set of questions, uh, which is a tradition here at the uh, People I Games podcast. I guess the name's evolved into multiple different iterations, but if it started in one, it's going everywhere. So, Reg, how was your birthday? Pretty good. Well, actually, not that great, to be honest. Like, the snowstorm messed it up. The The things surrounding my birthday were dope. I went, like, went out for a hotel, ate good all weekend, drank a lot. Uh, and then on my actual birthday, I spent it shoveling my mom's house in my own house. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically I th- how... I think, uh, I think Zemo had literally the same problem talking about how his back was breaking already. Yo, de- yo, dead ass. Like, we, we, we ended up recording that after, and it was just like, felt like a zombie. I was just like, good lord. <laughs> too much snow. Too much snow on the East Coast. But you enjoyed it, um, and now you get to wait another 364 for it. However... It's going to be a good year because we're here now. And so without doing too much further, follow, like, subscribe, whatever that shit is. Time for questions. people like games. It's easy. For everything. Literally, there is a maybe a little bit of a theme there. So, <laughs> Reg, what are you playing right now? So if you're keeping up with the Twitch, I've been doing a Let's Play of Link's Awakening. Reggie DMG. Uh, yes, sir. Which I've actually like. <laughs> so my first couple of streams were uh, pretty poor showings. Not gonna lie, that I like have not been used to such a strategically like slow-paced game compared to running through Hades. Literally, like this is the first time I've ever been inclined to try even speed running a game. Like I know I'm not getting near them, but being in that mindset of like gotta go fast. And then jumping over to this, I've I've been like super impatient. I'm trying to calm down on that, but I'm honestly having such a great time because like the the aesthetic of the whole thing really makes it. Like you could argue that it looks like a kids game, but it's damn beautiful for a kids game if that's what you want to call it. It's such a beautiful game and so underrated. Makes me very excited that you're enjoying it because I I would have I feel like people might have not appreciated it because it has maybe a two like a classic two D element to it i don't know how to explain that because the game is 3d and the world's sort of open-ended as well but the the version of you're sort of moving left right or up forward the diagonal sort of open world 3 uh 60 experience in there it's better than breath of wild that's the main point (laughs) now let's go back into the larger memory bank of your gaming experiences and let's ask what is your favorite console of all time so i'm a big sony fanboy and i think that might be because like for my whole life i i don't have a memory of not owning a sony console 
from from literally the minute I could remember and I started playing video games, the first things I had were a Game Boy Color and a PS1 that my sister already owned and I still own to this day. It's sitting in my apartment right now. Um, I do think my favorite of them all, though, has to come down to the best-selling one of all, the PS2. Um, I love the PS1 and I still go back and I do play a lot of games on it. And like, it, there's so much nostalgia and memory for me, but I really came into like knowing how to play video games and like really being what I would consider a gamer now in the PS2 era. That's when I started. Yeah, like I, you could say my first video game was probably Pokemon um, because I had that Game Boy Color. It released the year I was born. And that's another one I don't remember not having Pokemon Red and Yellow, which again, still own to this day. The classics. Well, see now we're now we're getting now we're getting into our, in our second question because as you were just saying with the PS2 that being the favorite and the uh, PlayStation One having those sort of sentimental memories attached to it, what is your most sentimental memory uh, with video games? Honestly, it really. It's tough because like not to sound like that that big nerd or anything, but like I really have been like playing video games so long. Like I I was never really and I think this might be where I, I differ from Zemo a little bit more than on the other questions. He talked a lot about like the Xbox land parties and stuff like that, which as a Sony kid, not just because I was playing on Sony, because PlayStation had online, but I was always more of a um like an adventurous single player kind of guy. So Mm. those kind of games were what kept me going, even though I wasn't playing online with a million different people. So I have set like a lot of sentimental attachment to like certain um, franchises because for me, I get very involved in the stories when I get into a game. I'm, I'm super into like lore and everything and like getting really deep into games. And it pisses me off like when destiny came out i had a lot of fun playing it online and i thought they had a lot of potential to have a cool story and you have to go online to unlock grimoire cards to read the story i don't want to do that wait really that i didn't even know originally started yeah it it was all whack (laughs) how bungie has fallen but that actually is a perfect thing because you were just mentioning the sentimental memory being attached to a bunch of gaming franchises what is then your favorite game franchise or individual game uh, if they're different or if they're sort of one and the same for yours? So I'll, I'll briefly mention Pokemon again, but my relationship with them has definitely soured over the years. <laughs> um, I, I think I give them more credit now because someone made the argument to me that... Um, maybe i'm not the target audience and maybe they're right i just think that they should do something for a target audience like myself that being said um i think jrpgs are normally where i turn to and one game series that like has literally kept me on a string for almost my entire life was kingdom hearts and like man do i love that series and was i mixed on uh kingdom hearts 3 but like i'll say i I loved it. I looked forward to it every single year when something new was coming out. Um, I remember like the minute Kingdom Hearts 2 came out, God of the Day came out, beat the whole thing as fast as I could, and then like was just sitting there and I sat there for 13 years. 
<laughs> I, I literally have it like on hand. I could go and grab from the other room alongside a co couple of classic games. That's hilarious because then I remember it was like the 13, 14 year waiting period of of being like, oh, is it going to happen? I'll be honest, I didn't play a single game because I do relate to this Kingdom Hearts experience. Um, so then of the three, obviously the answer is we already know, but which is your favorite of the Kingdom Hearts one? And is it because of function of the story or the time period of your life in which you played it? Um, I'd say two, definitely. Uh, I think a lot of people agree that of the numbered titles, two is going to be their favorite. Um, the version we have now is like so filled with content, like the PS3 uh, re-release of it, mm -hmm. that when we finally got that final mix stuff like that even made me appreciate it more because i had always been watching that stuff like from the sideline on youtube seeing all these things that never actually made their way to america um and it's funny now that we say that because i think i like i've learned a lot about game localization and stuff because of the focus i had on jrpgs uh rather than a lot of western games like That's i true. was always looking for the special edition like uh pokemon events that were only in japan all these other like kingdom hearts like mini series and stuff like that that only came out in japan i was always looking out for those kinds of things because i got so involved in these stories and now we've seen not just series like kingdom hearts like crossing over into uh into xbox now which like to me was almost bittersweet at some point yeah but it to me it was a given at some point they were going to expand because they've already been like they're not sony exclusive they haven't been for a long time so, it's because disney in between the two has become so aggressively mainstream that i don't think they would have let it happen if it was an exclusive yeah because they're, they're just closing themselves off to an audience. Seriously. And the one thing I will say with regards to Kingdom Hearts is why the fuck has it not come out on the Switch yet? I feel like there's a pretty prime audience there. It's funny because I think the most recent game actually did. The, yeah, the uh, Melody Memory music game. Melody and Memory. No, is it a but like, why don't, like, they have 1.5 and they have 2.5 remix up on they, the Game Pass. They why don't actually they just... have the all-in-one package now for the ps4 it's literally yeah, so not for both of those together yeah I, I don't get it and i if you want to say file size then fine release it as two separate ones because that, listen to me personally when you when you get a 1.5 if they were to charge 60 bucks for it i don't think that's like the worst deal it's Nintendo, yeah you can get it somewhere else it. yeah but but aside from that like you're getting a lot of content in those like you're getting basically two full games at the minimum when you buy the 1.5 and the 2.5 yeah fair so if they, it, i would i wouldn't pay 120 dollars for both of those things don't get me wrong like they should be but people would 30 bucks yeah but people would exactly especially uh like if you put kingdom hearts one and two physicals on the switch yeah. I'm in there. Oh, and no. I don't know how they can if they have The Witcher 3 onto there. And it feels like just a much larger game. Right? But like, we'll figure they, that they're... Uh, spacing, spacing, uh, I guess, transferring. I guess it's its own form of localized, a porting rather, when you're porting really consoles, good. how they deal with that. They're really getting good at it now, though. Like, there's a lot of big games that I never would have expected to be on the <sighs> Switch. Maybe, that... maybe CD Projekt Red could use some of that. <laughs> skill and go <laughs> actually make cyberpunk 2077 into a playable game but now we're gonna move... to emulate it 
Seriously. And speaking of cyberpunk, and actually funny enough, this was, uh, I know, one of your favorite questions of the last one. What is one cartoon, book, animated series, comic book, etc., that you would love to see adapted into a video game? It's really tough because Zemo took a really great answer with Batman Beyond. And a lot of the things that I do watch end up getting some form of video game. Like, I can't tell you Spider-Man. Spider-Man's everywhere. Um, I even started thinking back to all these um, anime that I used to watch, trying to think, like, oh, did they release a game? Did did they? And, like, maybe they'd have one or a fighting game or something. And I really started thinking one of my favorite classic shows that I wish got the Dragon Ball Z Kakarot treatment, where you go in and you play the entire story like beat for beat i didn't actually play kakarot but i know the kind of concept that yeah. we they were trying to get out with that um and i think it would be yu yu haka show that was, I was in just gonna... all time okay. i there there was a game boy game that i had where you go through the story but i think if they could dedicate like a real nice game where they they recognize it like a Dragon Ball Z type game where they can go in and say, we're going to have a full 3D modeled game with like good voice acting and we're going to go through the story. Uh, and like they put RPG elements into that. I feel like that would be for for fanboys like me and a lot of people who are into classic anime like that, that would be such a great game to play. That was a great fucking answer. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, because I was thinking about it because I, I literally have... I literally have some Yu Yu Hakusho gear. And so I was just thinking, I was like, that is a, a perfect end because I think about it. And I one, thought they were supposed to do some kind of anniversary thing. Yo, give it two, three years, give it a year, and suddenly Yu Yu Hakusho interest will be refound. I don't know why, but like, that's a great answer. That's a great fucking answer. Um, no, I've, you should I've really stream seen a lot that more shit. people talk like about a, it. a stream alongside, uh, just like a watch of shows. Like, I don't think Dude, it would be a terrible we, idea. If we could do like that, just I chatting. would love that. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll, I'll show you how to do that. Through that. Um, well, I don't want to okay. get taken down. <laughs> well, not if you're. Eh, fuck it, we'll find out. I don't think if they I'm, do that. If on, I'm adding creative content to it, if it's just not even VOD or anything, you just stream and you just chill there and chat with people while watching. I think you should be fine. We'll find out if we're I allowed to have, keep um, videos up. I have the the Yu Yu Hakusho intro song as a live background on my pc that's hilarious <laughs> see there we go now we're going to figure out a way to get you actually win. that's really a great fucking answer um damn you and zemo brought brought the heat on that one i gotta have to figure out one for myself uh so now a couple of months i think we're gonna figure out i don't remember my birthday <laughs> but now bring us to a personal favorite question of mine to you what is the definition of a gamer? So it kind of gets muddied now because of uh, the accessibility of games. And I like the point that Zemo made about um, a lot more people can be considered gamers now just because of the availability of them. Like when you talk about games on your phone, my, my girlfriend plays Candy Crush nonstop. Um, Zim just told which, I saw Candy Crush Saga. I, I'm just gonna interrupt you. I saw Candy Crush Saga commercial the other day. I was like, who the fuck still plays this? And my brother's like, yeah, they made almost a bill. And the fact that you said, well, 
Continue. Continue. It's no, just so it's, hilarious that people are still playing this. It's really crazy because I I wouldn't have thought about them as as gamers at first. I to me that's kind of like a those little puzzles or like brain teaser things originally i was just thinking as this is kind of just like a a time killer when you're like on the train like to me it was like a commute thing mm-hmm. or because like those little games i would play in my spare time i'll throw them up while i'm at work and i got nothing to do but then i realized a lot of these people because they're playing these very accessible games they're they might be actually gaming more than i am in a day like I may be sitting around doing work on my computer or just watching YouTube videos and my girlfriend is sitting around like playing Candy Crush for an hour and then all of a sudden she's playing uh, Animal Crossing for a little while. I think I think a lot more people are gamers now than than they even know. And a lot of people are turning to more gaming media. And I'll, I'll bring up my girlfriend again. When we were talking about Animal Crossing, she got onto Reddit on her own, had never used it before, and was asking me questions about Discord and Reddit and all this stuff. And I was like, whoa, this, these are like traditionally gamer communities that now I'm seeing people that I never would have expected on there, like really interested in asking questions. And they recognize the value that comes out of these places. And especially so, the community oriented ones. Someone should build a portal for something like that. Hmm, but that would be nice. We'll find out this summer folks however that's super interesting to just add on quickly to that question do you think that the mobile gaming is a door opening for the interest in wanting to play something on a console say right so if there if she hadn't been playing candy crush do you think there would have been as viable interest in wanting to pick up animal crossing so i think hmm I, I definitely think it's a door opening because of what we've seen mobile games can be now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not just Candy Crush, and that's the thing. Like we we used to talk about mobile games in that sense, where like the most advanced thing you were doing was Doodle Jump yeah. or the yeah, Maze Runner or switching Ninja. moving pieces. Yeah, exactly. Like these were very simple actions, but now. You look at a game like Genshin Impact, which is literally a, a PC game and a PS4 game, and you're also playing it on your mobile phone. So maybe maybe not even the people that are generally playing things like Angry Birds, but I think with things like Apple Arcade now, people are going to just start messing around with more games when people have less things to do, especially now uh, when people don't want to spend 500 on a new PS5 but they can spend five bucks on a little game that actually has a lot more value in it than they think. A lot of these mobile games are a lot, a lot of content for, for the money you're paying compared to okay. compared to the 60 bucks or now 70 that you're gonna pay on a PS5. Some of them might be worth more worth your money. 100% agreed. Um, you should pick up Team Fight Tactics for mobile. I think you'd really enjoy that game, but um, now I'm going to bring us to our, our final question here, because that was a great point. Um, and it is something that you're even talking about with just maybe generally with why maybe a larger set of people are moving to gaming because there's maybe shit else to do or to watch or whatever the case is. For you specifically, what is it about video games that make you prefer them to other mediums? 
Um, the interactivity. There's we we saw Black Mirror do it, kind of in my opinion, like to a fault, where you try to go in and interact with other mediums that weren't really meant to be interacted with, and it doesn't really flow as well. And I felt really awkward. Like I love Black Mirror, but when they did that choose your own adventure style thing mm -hmm. it it didn't work for me and when not not to say that it like literally didn't work for me it just like i i Goose, didn't Goose get Bumps what i did expected out of it yeah they did and i used to read the hell out of those Big but shout out goosebumps i think i think video games have a great way of adding the interactivity while still pushing you towards specific ends and in a in a really good game there's a lot that you can put in of yourself and still reach the conclusion that the director or producer or whoever created the game wanted you to reach and you still feel like you were part of that decision to get there your free will still leads you to the same destiny exactly but that interactivity you were right um is is a great one because like you for yourself as well you mentioned the stories being a particular driver and the and the sort of war around it and when you get to play as the individuals instead of maybe passively watch them you know if you i'll, I'll give you a, a one more additional one just uh because do you think something like kingdom hearts or say one of the final fantasy games that's your favorite even though nine's the best it's irrelevant but if they had been television series or movies instead of games and you had experienced them maybe as such maybe as all cutscenes, right do you think that would end up making it so that you feel would you still be as attached to them yeah see so like that i i don't know if i would especially because of being a jrpg fan you run into a lot more um like campy kind of things going on mm. that are like very jrpg trope and you you get the same kind of tropes in anime it's all like the the japanese kind of eastern culture stuff but i i think i feel more not that i feel less comfortable with it in the anime because i'm a huge anime fan but it just gets me a little more involved and like a little more invested than it would have been if it was a show. I can kind of, rather than kind of just like rolling off some of the things that I might not really catch on with, mm -hmm. I, in the game, I'm like relating to Sora more as a character or relating to Riku more with like those stronger story beats. And then mm -hmm. I can laugh off some of the stupid, uh, like tropey things that they end up doing. Yeah, hundred percent. Because then it's it's immersive, like story, but then the interactivity can break you out of it, so that you can sort of mess around, kill some you know randos, and then sort of get back to a good storyline, right? So it, it mixes in maybe different parts of the brain. So and trust me, Kingdom Hearts storyline is way too complicated. So sometimes the distraction is the best part. <laughs> Yo, deadass, I tried to learn the whole story before the third one came out, and I just gave up. I was like, I'm just gonna just fast forward through all this. And Disney has way I too much IP for... now. I feel bad for every person that watched those like three hour videos explaining Kingdom Hearts up until Kingdom Hearts 3 and then still didn't get what was going on. You could ask me the story for Kingdom Hearts 3, I couldn't tell you. Uh, <laughs> no idea. But folks, that is it. That is our birthday interview with the Reg. Uh, feel free to slide in to 
the comments below here show the man some love uh reg any closing thoughts uh on a previous year and what are your thoughts on a new year because i don't believe in new year's based on calendars i think your birthday is far more reflective because that's the literal version of a year calendar so what do you got give us some closing thoughts what's your year theme in your brain so last year aside from just the uh the pandemic going on i think video games were already seeing a huge growth mm -hmm. and markets were starting to open up in a lot of places that people might not have expected and i think this just accelerated it so i'm actually really excited to see uh like not even just the technological steps but the way that we approach gaming now because of like we said the the people that we're now going to consider gamers and the accessibility to some of to a lot of content for a lot cheaper now in a lot of places 100 it's gonna it's gonna change up the market i mean we can already see google and and the epic lawsuits with apple as well being reflective of the growing value of the gaming industry and having to lose a percentage of that but and our demographics are just so much different now i think that changed a lot it just opened the gap to a whole bunch of previously maybe non-male 18 to 25 year olds more or less um yeah. surprise uh it's a silent majority however folks we'll be back next week um uh, again now we're back on the weekly be sure to catch reg what's the uh, what's the twitch uh twitch.tv slash reggie plg follow subscribe um you can catch the let's plays got links awakening as we mentioned and um haiti streams maybe dead cells soon because i've been trying to annoy dead cells, i i actually have downloaded it and i plan on making my inaugural play of it on stream so All that right. will be coming very soon folks you heard it here first or unless you watched it and then saw this after then you heard it here second um at people i game for everything Again, I'm solo. Reggie. And we'll be back. Peace. Peace.